Hola, Baltimore. It's race week. McLaren sells its factory. Suzuka is back on the calendar for the next three years. Is Mercedes run over? And Ruben asks us the hard-hitting questions. Let's jump the start. What's up, everybody? Welcome into the Jump to Start Racing podcast. My name is Wellington. I'm here with two of my closest friends for now. (laughs) Ruben, say hi. What's going on, guys? Yancy, how are you? Hi. (laughs) We're back. We're back. Yancy's back. In today's episode, we'll go over some of the news, the McLaren uh, selling out their... uh, Selling out. And then also (laughs) Suzuka, (laughs) you know, know, the Suzuka contract details. And we're also previewing the uh, Portuguese Grand Prix. Before then... Yes, sir. I want to make sure you guys are aware. That <laughs> I want to make sure. I'm going to start backwards here. The I'm going to say. Is on. Yeah. I'm going to say, at Jump to Start F1 on Instagram and Twitter. Make sure to follow us, like, subscribe. Uh, don't subscribe there, actually. Just follow us. On uh, We're on YouTube. Subscribe. Hit the like button. Hit, ring the bell so that you get our alerts. And we are on numerous podcast platforms. <coughs> That's it. All right, guys. <laughs> Whoa. He's going to go uh, through them. No, no. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, and Stitcher. That's where you can find us. And YouTube, at Jump to Start F1 on Twitter and Instagram. Ruben, we got to give uh, credit where credit is due. That was a phenomenal job. Finally. Yes, sir. Finally. That I think was great. He did it on a more relaxed level. That's what it was. Yes. And, no, and I think he started off with the easy ones. Then he then he start and he finish off Built strong. Into it. Yeah, you got to warm up the, the build motors. Up, the yeah. build up. He warmed up the tires. Like, and he, I did the formation lap. He did a formation lap, and then he just took off. He did a scenario seven at the end. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Go Lando. Yeah. All right, let's jump Mando. right into it. Mando. <laughs> the news. Let's start with the uh, something that's kind of been percolating for a while. McLaren sells their F1 factory for a one hundred and seventy million dollar lease back deal. Jeez. Yes, they sent it to. They sold it to an American company, GNL. I keep reading that as NGL. Not gonna lie, right? Uh, <laughs> GNL Global Net Lease. They're working out the deal on the sale, and then also a twenty-year lease. Uh, Ruben, what do you think of this deal? We were talking about it before, and I want to make sure I get your thoughts here. It's just, I'm, I'm obviously we don't know the details of the ownership of that building that they had, but it's intriguing to me that you're going to sell the building to pay rent. Okay. Like, I don't know, financial-wise for a company, that makes sense. Because the building was an asset to them. Why don't they just get a loan on the building? You know, granted, saying that they don't owe money, but if they owe money on it, now you got to pay what you owe, whatever's left, where are you going to use it to develop McLaren Automobile? Because you can't put it into F1 because we have a budget cap. I think you're thinking about it wrong, though. Okay, Uh-oh. well, I mean... Uh-oh. Go ahead, Jens. Sorry. And and uh, Zach Brown explained it to it, explained it to to everybody. Remember that when you own a piece of real estate, especially and and we don't know if they own it outright. Maybe they still owe on it. Exactly. You still have to pay maintenance. You still have to pay taxes. And on your balance sheet, it's it's an asset that it can't be used to. To um, it's illiquid. Essentially. It's illiquid. Yeah, so it's money that you can't use in your main operation, which is racing. What, what 
the basically the two products that McLaren has is a race team, and they have various racing outfits. They race an IndyCar, they race an F1, they also have a GT program, um, and they build road cars, which has been very lucrative for them the past few years. Yep. So yes. yeah, and you know obviously they needed some help. Uh, from the Bank of Bahrain this past year because of COVID. Uh, which Bank of Bahrain or the country? Bank of Bahrain. Gotcha. Bank of Bahrain. So, obviously, I mean, it, it makes sense for them to do that because then they take that money off of their balance sheet and use it, that cash, and they invest it into the operations that actually makes the money. So now instead of them being a real estate company, part real estate company, we're owning that huge piece of land because it's not only the building, it's the land also. Yeah. They invested into their racing and road car operations. And all they have to do is pay rent. And they don't have to worry about the maintenance because that, that's the 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 the, uh, the responsibility of the, the landowner or the building owner. Okay. I don't know. It's, it's just focusing more on their operations as as opposed to Spending money on maintaining a piece of real estate property, which is not their main source of business. Gotcha. I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. I, to me, it I'm doesn't make sense. In the air, yeah. yeah. To me, it's like because uh, I would, but I would, right away, even though I'm not a, an accounting, I don't know about anything. I would just open up a, a real estate corporation. Yeah, you're not saying that I will, but pay yourself some rent to pay that mortgage. The rent is taxed. I don't know. I'm just going into deep, deep dive. You know? <laughs> That's why we're not accountants. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, the way he explained it. That's the way he explained it. Seemed to make sense to me. He wants, and as you know, as as any business, you want to focus on what makes you most money. And obviously, uh, maintaining a piece of real estate is not what they're really into. So, they're more race cars and cut the grass cars. once a month. Why you gotta do a week? <laughs> <laughs> Pay. Uh, <laughs> what happened? Yeah, mow the lawn. Yeah, <laughs> McLaren mower. Yeah, like, hey, hey Lamb, do you crash? Guess what? The way to pay us back is go mow the lawn. <laughs> 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 no like yeah now you know how to go in circles properly and how to slow down for the turns and <laughs> how to avoid corners <laughs> and if you're not careful you're gonna be doing dishes next exactly <laughs> and that way we don't have to pay the help <laughs> i don't know <laughs> oh my god all right so aside from that the other major piece of news for this week it was kind of a dry week but uh suzuka gets an extension on the uh, f1 candle calendar uh, a three-year extension, bringing it out to 2024. The actual, the lease for them, or not the lease, but, sorry, I'm thinking about the lease, but. At the end, <laughs> you leasing a new Honda? Yeah. At the end of this. <laughs> I think he was the one that bought the property. Exactly. I, I, I hope I hope so. 20-year uh, deal? Yeah, like, for real. Geez. Make a lot of money there, bro. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so at the end of this He'll be season, a slumlord, though. Right? Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure. Just to get a free car. <laughs> I would write that into this. Yeah, right. <laughs> At the end of this uh, uh, season, or right after the Japanese Grand Prix was supposed to take place, that would have been the end of the contract. So this is just bringing, making sure that Suzuka is still part of the F1 calendar. And we're ensuring that, um, honestly, it's one of the greatest, it's, it's one of the best tracks on the year. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You guys agree? Disagree? We missed it last year, man. Yeah. Um, it's one of those things where... 2020 is a year to, yeah, exactly. to miss a lot of stuff. It's one of those tracks where it's fun to watch in qualifying and it's fun to watch during the race. And it has, I think, a lot of the 
the the newer tracks pull a lot from the tr the Suzuka track layout. And I think it's one of those tracks that bring a lot of unexpected. You know, they're expected, but they're hoping not to happen. The challenge that it brings, yeah, because they get drizzled, they get heavy rain, mm -hmm. and the track itself is a nice layout. It's a know, driver's track. The drivers love exactly. it. Vettel loves it. Sebastian yeah. Vettel loves it. It's his favorite track. And the fans are just insane in Japan. And it was a, it's a to me it was a track that was going to be unfortunate to lose because it is a must to me in F1 to have. And I, I still think also losing Honda is, is bad for F1 as well, but just things that happen. Yeah, and especially the way they're formed this year too. Exactly. It just, it sucks. But we're, we'll still get Suzuka for the next three years at yeah. the very least. It's here to stay. And we'll get the, the crazy hats that these Thank you to you. make. <laughs> you heard? Huh? Take it to Yuki. Yes. Yuki. Well, yeah. I don't know if it's thanks to him, but it's going to be awesome. No, they're, they're always looking to spend, the, you know, the, like we were saying earlier, the, their, their Asian market. You know, they might bring Vietnam. Who knows? It's still out there. I think that's going to happen. I I mean, would they let that all go to waste? They built the track. They Wasn't it in the street, though? Yeah, it was a street. But it was mostly. half, I think it was in a half, park. It was, it was half street, and they mm -hmm. built the facilities for it, like the They were, they were in the process the of all of it. Yeah, yeah. mm -hmm. it was, meaning the process was very far along for not to get a completely pullback of never happening again. That's that's going to be like a completely waste of money. And I'm pretty sure the- I mean, know, it was going to happen. Either the promoters in Vietnam or the country was the one building all that stuff. Yeah, but then they so also now had- So already money. They also had issues wear. with the promoter there. I think no, so I'm saying, no. fraud or something. Yeah, yeah. But with, what I'm saying is that we don't know the inner details or who was paying for all of that. I'm assuming it was an F1 because if they were the ones that paid all that money to reconstruct- I don't think F1 pays all of that. So I'm, I'm assuming the, the promoters or the country- was the one that was paying all to rebuild all the infrastructure that F1 requires to go to you and not just to let it go away. Right. It's tough. It's a tough thing to let go of, even if the players have changed, either, you know, whoever runs the country or whoever mm -hmm. the promoters are and stuff like that, even though that gets changed, is when it has to be revived. Right. Opinion. So you think it's, it will be? It will be eventually. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Could be next Miami, you know, took a long time <laughs> to get approved and then That's change true. the track and all that stuff and then, you know. Yeah, what sucks is that, that that track was already built. Like everything was ready. It's to in the game. Go, yeah. man. It's in the game. It's yeah. in the game. Wow. Like EA Sports, it's in the game. Um, <laughs> wow, it took it back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, all that said, not much news. We're going to jump straight into the Portuguese Grand Prix preview. Ruben, take it away with trivia. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> <laughs> That's the drop. <laughs> <laughs> da, da, da. <laughs> All right, so we got to make that into a drop. But this track for us, it's tough also to get trivia questions because they're either going to be so far fetched for us without throughout right. history and stuff like that for right. you guys right. to even know. And it's new and old, so I just came with pretty much. A mix. I would say, it's, yeah, like a mix of questions right. that that I think some of them make sense or whatever. So here we go. Let's go with an easy one. <laughs> Hold on, who's going first? Oh, we raise our hand. I hit guess. the table. We're doing the top. Hit the table, something. I need to get one of those. Uh, Let's go with a super easy one. I believe this is easy. Who qualified last in last year's Grand Prix? Latifi. Yeah, it was. Boom. Jesus. By the way, Yancey was up four nothing, so that would bring it to four one. Four one. Okay. <laughs> I was gonna say Russell. No, come on, Mister Saturday. It's in the Williams. So this is another question that was even tough for me to. Like put together to make sense. So I don't. If you guys probably don't know, but Bottas loves this track. So mm -hmm. last year he did phenomenal in this track. 
throughout the whole weekend. Still nice mm-hmm. to Hamilton, though. So, <laughs> both us last year, he did everything FP1, FP2, FP3, Q1, and Q2, right? Can you name which section or which part of the weekend, you know, was both us not the fastest? The race. No, the race, didn't mention the race. I said FP2, FP1, oh, FP3, Q1. Uh, qualifying, Q3. No, Q1. The fastest all weekend. I think he got, he was, he actually got. He wasn't the fastest yes, Q1? in Q1. Oh, the whole weekend. FP1, he was the fastest. FP2, oh. he was. That's what I'm saying. This question is tricky to. Oh, you said the fat. Oh, my bad. I misunderstood okay. the question. But hold on. He qualified, he qualified behind Hamilton. FP1, FP2, FP3, Q1, and Q2. And then he qualified behind Hamilton. In Q3. So he wasn't the fastest. In Q3. In Q3. I didn't say Q3. Say Q2. What was the question, dude? (laughs) The question was what weekend he was the fastest? No, no. What part of the weekend he was not the fastest? Yes. He did not beat Hamilton. It was Q3. Well, I didn't ask you Q3. I said FP1, FP2, FP3, Q1, and Q2. Come on. Fine, whatever. So yeah, you see, like this question was weird. No, 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 no. You can hit yourself. That yeah, yeah, seriously. Get out of here with because that. Because now you're excluding the race, which okay. fine, I got wrong. That's fair. But you can't just exclude wait, 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 wait. all of qualifying. Okay, okay. Bottas has to be lucky to be like the fastest in actual race now. <laughs> we we got that from last race. So we're not even including that enough. He can't even come up. I can't even argue with you on that because you're right. But still, you know, pose your questions better. Yeah, I have to. I have to. It's, it's no, difficult no, no, no. in this track. I, you know what? We should have paid more attention. Okay. Yeah, in this track, no it's su- it was super difficult for me to come up with all this stuff. All right. Okay. Let's go with what I think. I blame the refs. <laughs> you blame the refs? I blame the stewards. <laughs> the stewards. <laughs> even the stewards would mess me up. <laughs> okay, but it was the, rest, the race director that messed me up. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> right, so I think I think this is the the a hard one to get. So last year's, you know, Portugal Grand Prix or the way it was called Portimao or whatever, still whatever, there are different names. But last year's race was when Lewis Hamilton set the record for the most F one win, and he was, you know, he passed Schumacher by doing that. Can you name the circuit where Schumacher set his record for most wins? Oof, that's the hard one that I picked. How's it? Oof. Is it related to Portugal? No. <laughs> <laughs> but but I just mentioned to you at the beginning an event related uh, to Portugal. Oh, okay. Because it was Ham's, you know, F1 mm-hmm. record setting. Um, I mean, I'm going to go with what's in the news. I'm going to go with Suzuka. <laughs> Turkey? Okay. It was actually in 2001, and it was uh, in Belgium. Belgium Spa. Spa. Spa Francochon. So I got another one that I just threw there. Okay. All right. Let's let's take it. Is this one going to count, too? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Might as well. These impossible questions. Name the driver with the most podiums in Portugal. That's freaking tough. That's a tough one. The Uh, most podiums uh, in Portugal. Yep. is it uh, Gerard Berger? Mm. Is it Alan Prost? Oh my God. That was a guess. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes! Oh. Oh, wow, nice, wow. nice one, nice one, nice one. 
Nice one. That was a good one. Listen, I didn't think, and I put that one as an easy <laughs> thank, one. Thank, thank, thank you, thank you, thank you very much. Thank you, thank you very much. So that's it for trivia. That's it. Yeah. Wow. All right. So it was, it, it, up trivia five, was one. weird this week. It was it, it's awful. Trivia to me was off this week. Yeah. Sorry. It was still tough to find. You know? Still got a point, man. Better luck next time. <laughs> well, he got one too. So yeah. Both of you guys get an applause then. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, thank you very much. All right. Appreciate so it. let's uh, jump into history with the track historian. And we still gotta get the how do you call it, the, the gif or the the meme with me with the little with the little uh, like I gotta we gotta put something on your face with exactly little, yeah with the little white hair and then on the side with the little roller yes. on the side how do you call it the I don't know <laughs> it was the powdered wig back in the there you day, go yeah right? <laughs> I'm not gonna I'm put my my face too white but you know as far as like with the powder like too okay <laughs> what's, what's the history <laughs> you know because he said oh my body he said it was like with the powdered uh, wig so don't put my yeah. don't get don't get me too powdery you, know? <laughs> you don't like makeup. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so yeah, this this track is it's unfortunate that we obviously I don't know we don't know after after twenty 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 one if it's gonna be like a permanent track, but this track is has a lot of history and it's awesome. So it originally was part of Formula One in nineteen fifty and nineteen sixty by two years, and then it came back again. It was from nineteen eighty four to nineteen ninety six altogether. It was supposed to come back around two thousand and nine, but because of financial stuff, it, it never happened. And like I was saying with, with the history of the track, this track has a lot of history. It's been placed for a ton of back and forth action and a lot of controversy as well. Like changes were made also to the track in 94 after um, uh, Ayrton Senna's tragic death in Imola mm-hmm. where they changed um, uh, one of the curves just for safety measures because this track was known for being you know super unsafe and outdated at that time as well. Then you, we got events like uh, Senna's squishing Prost to also be later on be ta- overtaken by Senna to so Senna, you know, showing nurses steel because it was super, super, super tight. Close. Yeah. Uh, also, Nigel Manso one time he was getting he got black flagged and then he collided with Senna. Also, you know, it's a bunch of sorry, it's a bunch of history, really you know, yeah. stuff that is very intriguing to watch and go back on. You know, and this watch. is back in Estoril when it was. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. It was, you know, because we were going by the country, yeah, Portugal, right. so we are not even you know. The winners here is tied three apiece. Alain Prost has three wins, even though he's the one that won the most points. Mm-hmm. And Mario Manso has three as well. Constructors Ferrari has seven, wow. followed by Williams has six. Wow. Any manufacturer winners, something you know that come my attention is that like Ferrari has seven, and uh, obviously because they don't use nobody else's engine. Renault has six, followed by Ford has three. Wow. I believe we mentioned that also before. Ford. Uh, in the countries, because it could be in a different track, but this is uh, Senna's first win back in, in 85. Where was, was that in Estero? Yes. Okay. And last year, post position was Hamilton. Fastest lap was also Hamilton, like 118.75. Uh, like yes, last year's podium was Hamilton, Bottas, and Verstappen. It, it was Hamilton, not Valtteri Bottas? <laughs> <laughs> and um, there's two things that I found also intriguing is that the safety car has never been deployed at the Portuguese Grand Prix. Really? Yeah. At all? That's Ever? Right. Yeah, in the whole I history? But do you just... Okay. No problem. No, back and forth action. Some, you know, a driver got black flag. And so that's like what that. I was going to say. How could you get black flag without the safety car? Well, black flag is when you also... Disqualified, right? Yeah. But mm-hmm. I'm assuming an accident. Okay. All right. Cool. And uh, 1985 GP is the... Obviously, we know because it was Senna's first win and he won in the rain. Mm-hmm. It was the, the only time that a race at Portugal was affected by rain, except last year that we had a drizzle compared to what Senna got in his first win, by the way. 
Cause oh, like, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, last year, I think it was only just because it ran at the I beginning. Think, no, yeah, the beginning, and it was like by two turns only. It wasn't like the whole track was not completely wet. I don't know. I can't recall if they even went on the intermediates last year. Because it was only two turns. I no, I don't right. think so. Yeah. So I don't know if you want to call it. that a rain. <laughs> no. I mean, rain would be what we got last week. That was... The last week was fun. Yes. Hopefully this week will be fun too. It will. I have hopes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, the track has always, has always shown it. So, you know, we're carrying a lot of action. So, so this is another track. I'm going to bring up the track map on, on the screen here for everybody. This is another. It's such a weird looking track. But it's a, it's another here, track that's. Doggy, um, doggy, doggy, doggy. Yeah, doggy. it looks like a, a little pup. Hey, um, where it's, uh, as you guys can see, there's no 90s. They're all kind of rounded edges where people should be able to maintain speed. It's a fast, flowy track. Looks like a better version of Barcelona. Yeah, actually, yeah. yeah, it does. Yeah. yeah, the racing action last week, last year, as Ruben mentioned, was uh, was pretty good. Um, we had some issues with the tires. I remember that uh, the people that were on the soft tires were much better off than those that were on mediums. I believe that at one point, Signs took the lead. Yes, in the in the race, if I'm not mistaken, um, I don't know. It's uh, and I think this guy, the first lap, he also killed it. I think he. Oh, that's right. This is one where he made all those places in the first lap. That's right. Even in his uh, Alfa Romeo. Yes. So let's. Um, what do you guys think as far as predictions, qualifying wise? We're gonna go with uh, Yancy. What do you think first? Hmm. I mean. I say Max gets another one. Yeah, yeah. Max gets another position. one. No, well, you're talking about qualifying or qualifying. The race? Qualifying. Okay. No, yeah, Max, Hamilton. Mm. Norris. 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 Wow. So no Perez. No No, no Perez, no Boras. No, I, you know, I, I think that McLaren, um, I think McLaren is faster than what they show. It seems to me if they get everything, I mean, obviously, you know, now Norris had a, had a really good race last, last week. Good weekend in general. Good weekend in general. At, at some point they were just as fast as the Mercedes and the Red Bulls. And I think they're just getting to know the car better, especially if they put that new engine in. I think that McLaren might have a chance to, obviously they're going to be fighting for podiums, but they might have a chance, depending on what happens at the front between Lewis Hamilton and Verstappen, they might have a chance to sneak in there and get a second place or even a race victory. And especially if you have, when once um, Ricardo gets his bearings within that car, <laughs> Make settles down. Yeah, but yeah, um, that's my crazy prediction for, for, for qualifying. qualifying. Yeah, Ruben, what do you got? I would say qualifying will be Max. You know what? Let's think about it. It'll be Hamilton, Max, Paris, Bottas, and Norris in fifth. Because Nancy just mentioned a couple of things. Wow. Why? Why do you believe that? Uh, why do you believe that Paris is going to be Bottas? Um. Paris, my opinion in the last week's race, he just 
It's just bad luck that he's been having. Once he, it's gonna be like that pretty much. Even as the year goes on, he's gonna get keep getting even better. So I think if he has, he's able to have a solid weekend or a norm, a little bit of a normal weekend, he beats both us any day. So I'm going to remind you guys. Last year, Perez qualified fifth. Got mm-hmm. into an accident with Max yep. in the first lap. In the first lap, huh? Went down to last after he had to pit, and he was able to qualify. He was able to finish the race at seventh. So it's go. a track that he should do okay in. Thank you. No problem. I'm gonna push. Back, Thank you for though. you know, for because I think Perez still not there with the car yet. And obviously, it's not all bad luck. He didn't ride, drive too well last last week. During the race, I don't know, and and it could be maybe he's not. I think there with the car and it was raining. It was the first time he drives that car in the rain. There you go. That's what. It but was. uh, but it's still on the driver. So last week, who had a clean race? Nothing. Max. Did. Max, you think Max had a clean race? Nothing happened to him. Oh well, he made one mistake exactly. during so, the. That's not nobody had a clean. Yeah, he made race. he made one mistake during the. the it was a behind the safety car thing. The that safety he was just car, drifting yeah. all the way out. So oh, that's right. Yeah. That Leclerc, that Leclerc should have overtaken. Exactly. Him. I guess. I think. I think Le- that was surprised. Leclerc got surprised. Or got caught sleeping, but you know, sleeping. And also, well, it was Le- Le- the safety car. And also, um, Leclerc didn't have radio for the second half of the whole race last last week. So he didn't have. So help. maybe he didn't have help. Like, yeah, go wherever to take him. Yes, and, yes. But either way, you're, he should have overtaken him because, dude, you're the one driving the car. But so. it wasn't the safety car. You can't overtake. No, yeah, you be, be you can if somebody goes off. Yes, yeah. yeah, so I think if he was mm-hmm. completely off, yeah, yeah, that would have been insane. That would have been yeah. <laughs> that would have <laughs> been that would have <laughs> made a crazy race even it's crazier. Crazy. <laughs> that would have been so good. So I'm gonna go with, I'm gonna go with pole position Max Hamilton in second, and I'm gonna go with Boras in third. I'm gonna give. Bought us a chance at redemption here. <laughs> <laughs> Are you saying a prayer for him too? <laughs> <laughs> he why, looked up like, why is, should I? <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at God like, God, should I? Why is what it I? that? Uh, Protect us. <laughs> what makes you think Boras is going to bounce back? He has to. Because he has to. Because, um, I'm going to say it this way. There is now a spotlight on both Boras and Russell, and I think that the expectations for Russell aren't going to be there, but the expectations for Boras, the pressure is on. Uh, you were part of a collision that sincerely and dearly cost the Mercedes team. You n- you now need to start proving it. You couldn't make up the, the reason that he, and this is something we talked about last week, the reason that he was part of that collision is that he did not, advanced the car to where it needed to be from the qualifying. He fell backward, actually. So um, He couldn't move up at all. He could not move up at all. I so, think that's why the collision happened, because he was in a place that he was not supposed to be. So he needs to figure out a way to eat his porridge and be able to get to a point where he is way far and performing the way that he needs to be. I need to get he he needs to get on OnlyFans and <laughs> feel the love from his fans so back. he get some confidence and go back. <laughs> but how sad is it that you know he, I think he's gonna bounce back. He's gonna have a performance, et cetera, et cetera. Qualifying third, dude. You're racing a Williams. That was that was like, I mean, right? If, yeah, exactly. it shouldn't be there. And and Poor. now that now it's just not him versus. Uh, Hamilton, him. yeah, 
it's him versus Hamilton, Perez, Verstappen, sometimes Norris. Norris. And again, when when yes. Ricardo like it's gonna it's a six horse, it's a six you have at least three other cars that you have to fight. At best, at best, six other cars. So and if you fall behind in the race, you're falling behind. You're fighting Ferraris and McLarens with a, in a car that can't really, that's not very good at overtaking. So I don't think you need. To, so I was gonna say that I don't think you need to fall behind for Leclerc to be up in his grill, or not in his grill, but up his, I guess, the the rear wing. He's gonna be there. Yeah, that's well. Yeah, you're right, and that, that's why qualifying is so important. I just, I just thought about what I was like. Can you, you, you imagine that both us will be part of like you know the midfield <laughs> because he can't get ahead. in a Mercedes. In a Mercedes, but that's the <laughs> Alexander Bottas Alban. <laughs> I tell you what, that incident last week with with him and, and Russell. Obviously, Russell, the way he handled it was wrong, in my opinion. The hot head, that little area where he was just still. But he wasn't him. wrong. Like, why are you fighting a Williams? Why are you even back there? And it just, <laughs> and it just goes to show, and it, and it's something that we've mentioned this on this podcast mm-hmm. a million times. If Botas falls behind, he ain't overtaking anybody. It's it it's just he doesn't have the he doesn't have that kind of driving style. And we can't say it's the car. And now and now you, yeah, when he falls back, he comes back up. And now you put it in, a, and you know, you know, because you could say the car I, was not meant. To follow, it was meant to lead. Yeah, and I but and I Hamilton shows different too. And I heard, you know, I heard people using the excuse, yeah, it was the first half of the race, it was raining, the the conditions were trickier. You know, fine, but at the, still, you still got to show the results. And and for you to be fighting a Williams, you know, you need to, yeah, man. I, you could say that it was, you know, oh yeah, it was the part first part of the part of the race, whatever it was raining. But that's the part of the weekend where the driver needs to excel in. I think that the everything only, else is completely generated. <laughs> if Bottas is in that seat, ne- seat next year, he won't be. Well, if he is, the only reason is is to keep team harmony with Hamilton, because I don't I don't see them putting Russell bit next to Hamilton, especially after what happened last week. <laughs> that's going to be like a Nico Rosberg situation. That would be awesome. Right yep. it would be awesome would for be us. Awesome. Yes, see another team win. What? All right, so. Predictions for the race itself. Where are we going? What, what as did far you as say? Your predictions? Yeah, I said uh, Max, Ham, Bottas. Gotcha. So then I'm gonna go four, five, right? Perez four, uh, five, five Leclerc, right? I was, yeah, I was looking at you. He's gonna say Charles. <laughs> yeah. So here's the deal, right? I feel like yes, yet Norris. Boy got mentioned here. Wait, wait. We're gonna save that. For a special occasion. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. So, yeah, Norris Race did not. Review. Yeah, he did not put a foot wrong, but um, I think that the Ferrari is much improved. We see Leclerc at the at the front there, um, challenging even for for second place at one point uh, in the last race. I, I, I don't know. I, I I have a lot of confidence. I feel so dirty saying this. I have a lot of confidence in Charles Leclerc and the current. Ferrari program to continue their improvement. That warms, warms my heart. No, that, that is a nice thing. But the results are there. You know, the, at the end of the day, it's results driven. Yep. Driven, and you know, Leclerc has shown he that he is. He didn't a top have a bad driver. weekend last week. 
And he hasn't had a bad weekend all year. And the year start was year. awesome for him too. And he puts that car where it shouldn't be. And that's a sign of a good driver. It's what Max does. It's what Hamilton does. It's what a lot of the top drivers do. So. Okay. Race predictions. Yes, I'm going to lead off with you again. <sighs> what do you think as the podium? I say Max keeps. Hmm? I say Max keeps. Uh, P1. Um, I don't see Hamilton making another mistake, so P2 Hamilton. Even though Norris will qualify third. In your opinion? In my opinion. I think he'll fall back. And we'll get uh, Perez. He'll, he'll have a better weekend. He looks like he's getting comfortable with the car. So Max and Perez? Perez and then Bottas fourth. And fifth? Mm, Norris. How about you, Wells? Wow, you're throwing it back at me. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with the excellence of execution. Lewis Hamilton winning the race. I'm gonna go with Max second. I'm gonna go with Valtteri Bottas third. Fourth will be Perez. Fifth will be. I'm gonna go with Lando Norris. Ruben? I kind of go hand to hand with what you said. But I don't think Max, I mean, I don't think Hamilton's going to let up, you know, P1 escape. Yeah. Uh, P2 be, if Max has a clean race, he'll have P2. But if he doesn't have a clean start or whatever, it'll be a toss up between, you know, Bottas and him. I mean, Bottas and, and Paris. So I'm hedging my bet there because that that's the way I come to my conclusion. Because if Max has a clean race, if the Red Bull car works, if there's so many ifs if, that yep. you don't have with Hamilton. Yeah, that's the reason why also this Mercedes has the sauce. Like they have the, the clean like that. Besides making sometimes mistakes in, in the pit lane, Mercedes doesn't make mistakes. Mm-hmm. And I think that's they've been they've done very well in the pit lane for a lot of, a, a long time as well. They've been they've executed the double stack numerous times, flawless. And then Ham comes in four seconds. So it's like that's the only area of on their side, that sometimes is like a toss up where you where you don't feel one hundred percent comfortable when it happens. But you know, so Hamilton first, Max, Bottas, Paris. I would not say Norris fifth. I would say Charles Leclerc fifth. I don't think Norris has to prove to me that he could have back to back races done like, like that. Yeah, but say your comment that well, you Mercedes. The thing with Mercedes is that they make a mistake. Mm-hmm. Then they go a long time without making a mistake. Yes. I think they got their jitters already worked out. And as the season goes on, you're going to see them get stronger and stronger. The difference with, with that championship fight that we are all clamoring to see, and hopefully it plays out that way. Remember, it's only two races. It feels like it's longer because we had a we had three weeks between the first two. We're having 22 this year or 23? 23. 23. Okay, because you said 22 right now. So, <laughs> no, no, no. It's only been two races. Oh, my bad. It's, yeah. My it's bad. only been two races. It feels like it feels it's like longer. longer because we had three weeks between the first two races. The key is, and Wellington touched upon this the first uh, the the you know the first episode of the season, I think it was the first or second, is can Red Bull get be just as strong as Mercedes, not only in pit stops, strategy, but also reliability. 
Mercedes has proven that they can do that and they can improve throughout the season because obviously we've seen some seasons with Mercedes where they get challenged and they look a little bit jittery at the beginning and then at the end they're just completely dominating. Now, Bottas has said that he doesn't see anybody dominating a race this season, but that's Bottas that's saying that. You can't get past anybody. Yeah. But we've seen them do it. Can Red Bull keep up with them? And on top of that, we have to see how McLaren comes along. There's a lot of challenges back there. And how Ferrari comes along as well. So I think this is what happened after this weekend with the four-second pit stop with Ham. So Total Wolf, Mr. Dictator himself, said to everybody, we're not going home. All the pit guys got to stay. And we're going to do, you know, three hours of drilling of just pit stops. That's the Mercedes way, though, man. <laughs> and we better make, and we better, That's the way and we better improve, it. or else we ain't going nowhere yet. And they're like, we're going to go home. Okay, so we're going to go home like a drill instructor. We mm-hmm. want to go home, get better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm with that. Guys, anything else before we wrap up? Yeah. The, um, we missed, well, uh, Red Bull just mm-hmm. hired a Mercedes guy, Hodgkinson, that's his name, um, to lead up the technical direction of the Red Bull powertrains. So Meaning, they worked with the engine of Mercedes before? He's currently working mm-hmm. at Mercedes. I think he's on, he's going to go on garden, gardening leave, but he's- uh, gardening leave is basically a time where he doesn't work for any teams, so they Pretty can't good. pass up. So probably pass, like working to the pass out any secrets gotcha, gotcha. that he knows about Mercedes over to Red Bull. But the power units. How do you? How do you how, what are, obviously, you work into like hiring an employee in a contract, or you know, like a competition kind of stuff, like you know, like to, right. to prevent that. But what secrets? No, I understand this. A company has well, a ton I'm, of secrets. No, they, but what what timeline determines? Because I could be working right now on a no. project that's only supposed to come into effect three years from now. Mm-hmm. That's a secret of a company as well. Even though you're leaving, you got to take, let's say for example, he has like a year off. But in two years, he could still share that know. information. But here's the thing, though. You know what I'm saying? This is why I find this interesting. I was saying F1, everything changes so much. Yeah. Everything, okay. everything changes a lot. But these engines aren't changing that much. And he knows all about that Mercedes PU. Obviously, they can't change much. But he can. There, there's certain things that he can, he can implement and bring some knowledge to how these engines work. And also, he's uh, the rumors that he's also trying to bring people from Mercedes that's to Red Bull. Is this the ending of Mercedes' reign? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like because that's how it starts. How do you think? How do you like, think this plays out? I thought that was very interesting. Not like that, but that's how the ending of every time a, a team goes a couple of years winning titles and stuff like that. After whatever you know, they start to. You know, disperse either like some of those key people that start to leave to go to chase find the money. New challenge. Yeah, to find mm-hmm. new challenges. And now because you lost that key person that came up that you know, there's people that are involved in this sport that are just genius when it comes to say aerodynamics. And mm-hmm. now you go like somewhere me. else. Yeah. Now you go somewhere else. You know, like for example, as as a bad as a driver as Wellington is in the F one game, you know? But if I hired, I'm his still mad that Wellington doesn't have a team with an. If I hired his technical advisor in the team, I probably could beat him. That's pretty much what's happening, regardless of the secrets that he's bringing. You ain't beating him, bro. <laughs> <laughs> just, you know that. But going back to what you were saying, is, just, mm-hmm. is, is, is this the beginning of the ending of the Mercedes reign? I hope so. Um, I don't know. So you were talking about earlier. Oh, what secrets? But in 2007, 
Then uh, McLaren yep. got disqualified. So it's like uh, and find a hundred million though. There's a lot. Yeah, there's a lot that yes. can be shared. Do you, do you million. think that this Yancy. can a hundred million? Yeah. It's peanuts to you. Oh, yeah. Peanuts to me? No, I'm talking about the fine. Do you? Do what? you? What do you guys think of this though? Do you think that it it would uh, enhance? Would it? Would it? Especially now, you know, we have the power units there homologated, which is that they're going to keep, the, it's an engine free, so they can't really do much to the engines. But you have, uh, you know, some knowledge of how Mercedes works their powertrains. You're going to bring it to Red Bull. Do you think this will put Red Bull over the top? And in a sense, bring in another dynasty, uh, beginning of another Red Bull dynasty. I think. Things like this have to happen for Red Bull because remember now they're going into also developing themselves their own engine. So even though they're buying all this technology from well, not developing, meaning they run no, no. run the yeah, yeah, they're there. gonna run their own engine division. Not, mm-hmm. Obviously, the develop the development is frozen, right? But they're also they have to learn all this stuff. That probably some of those those Honda guys that they are now hiring as well, new. But if he brings a key person to even get give them more knowledge of these things that they just bought. And mm-hmm. helps them improve even better. I, I mean, who wouldn't do that? What do you think, Wells? I mean, I think realistically, what do you expect? What do you expect to learn from this guy where you have a Formula One car that everything is just so intricately tied together? The cooling of the engine, uh, the gearbox, the uh, the aerodynamics, uh, even like things that go as far as like the wheelbase, etc. Like everything is just so tied together that um, whatever modification. Obviously, it's not something for this year since the guy's not on the team this year. But mm-hmm. would it even be something for next year? I don't. I don't believe so. And if this guy was that important, he would not be leaving uh, the Mercedes team. They would offer him the money. They would offer him something they even went under a restructure where james allison is now what is it cto uh and other people are moving up in the organization i i don't see this i don't see this as that big of a deal where it would be a huge deal is if it starts to if it creates the opening of the floodgates that would be the problem that would be the problem also what why i was also thinking of maybe Obviously, we only have what we have four engine manufacturers. We have Ferrari, we have Mercedes, we have Red or well, Renault, and uh, and, and, and the Honda's leaving. Does this signify the beginning of a Red Bull engine? But that's what they. That's what I think. Isn't that what going they, forward? It isn't would, that what the technology they bought? Too? Which would Whatever. mean that we would keep Red Bull in the sport for for a while longer. I think that's why they bought that technology. They want mm-hmm. to stay in the sport, and they, they've shown that they, you know, come on, they, regardless of. Uh, of uh of Mercedes winning you know seven straight titles whatever they've been there too, right. so it's not like they're back markets where all, that's when all the trouble starts you know financially wise they've been, they've had the money to compete they've not been able to jump you know the start right. jump the start. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> be but again, it's like for example, uh, you mentioned Allison, right? Mm-hmm. Is that? took place already. He's already like the CTO or whatever. CTO and the restructure. So we're not going to get him on the videos anymore. Uh, you know what I mean? Like the, the, now it's Andrew Shovlin. I, dude, but thank he you, because Allison made, made, what made if, me fall asleep. Would it matter to you? Didn't he make you go to sleep? Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Thank God we're not getting this guy because I was falling asleep when this guy was talking. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing against him because I don't know him, but I believe when he was in front of the camera talking about what happened on the weekend, I was just falling asleep. Mm. But, but Wellington loved that. Wellington loved that. 
Wellington. Wellington actually pay attention to the guy that much. Because whatever the guy is saying. Welling, Wellington is a Mercedes fan because of James Allison. No, I think whatever he's saying to me is pretty much like a spell that he's throwing at me. <laughs> a sleeping spell. Yeah, go to sleep. Don't worry, Prince Charming. But he yes, said to Wellington, I want to say, I buy it. I buy it. I buy the spell. Did you just say that, that James Allison's Harry Potter? <laughs> oh, my God. With the little glasses and the lightning bolt. Uh, wow, yes. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> this is. <laughs> I feel like I'm sitting in an episode of like The Office. <laughs> All right, Ruben, you got anything to add? No. Thank All you, right. guys. I'm going to wrap it up. Guys, make sure to follow us at Jump to Start F1 on uh, Instagram and Twitter. We're also on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, and Stitcher. Also, make sure to follow us on, on uh, YouTube. Hit the like button. Subscribe. Smash that like. No, smash the bell. Ring the bell. Smash the Ring like the button. Bell. Yeah. Uh, that's pretty much it. So until next episode, we will talk to you guys later. Off to Portugal, Take baby. Care. Peace. Ooh.